0: Monday ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the very first Mystic Monday here on the CMP. We're happy to have you. Why don't we since it's the inaugural Mystic Monday let's talk a little bit about what Mystic Mondays are going to be all about.
1: So Mystic Mondays are going to be all about Practices, rituals, things that tap into
0: the divine. The divine. Mm.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. That was great. Thanks. (laughs) And some of the topics we hope to talk about Reiki, Mm -hmm. Oracle cards. Yes. So I was just going to say daily
0: um, rituals, thank you. meditations.
1: Yes. And, um, also just some other things like minimalism, I think mm. too. And, um, like crystals and journaling mm. and all things to really
0: spark your spirituality.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's not always religious spirituality.
1: Exactly. And at the end of the day, we're just trying to find ourselves and our authentic selves and really own that. Mm -hmm. And all these practices really help with that.
0: Yeah. And some of these may not be for you, and that is okay. You get to pick and choose what will work for you and your life. So today, on today's Mystic Monday episode, we are going to kick this off by talking about the four M's. The four M's are meditation, manifestation, minimalism. What's the fourth one? Mindfulness. Oh, nice. oh, I got there. I got there. <laughs> mindfulness. So these four M's: meditation, manifestation, minimalism, and mindfulness. And how we practice them in our everyday life, how you can practice them in your everyday life, and how we feel they help us stay connected. To our true, authentic selves,
1: and I'm just gonna put this out there: we are all about authenticity here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that all this stuff is hard as shit.
0: Hard as shit to do,
1: Hell and yeah. that's why we we're talking about it mm-hmm. because it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's a marathon, not mm-hmm. a sprint, in all of these practices, mm-hmm. and you can fall off, you can get back on. It's it's all it's all about that.
0: It's all about that. It's all about getting back on the horse when you fall off, for sure. Yeah. And I will say personally that I do not actively practice a lot of these things. The majority of them are any of them. I mean, mindfulness I think comes kind of second nature to me sometimes, but I wouldn't say I'm that i that more. I just feel like I've over the years throughout my life, I've been able to touch into like a very empathic side of myself. And I feel empathy. You can't have empathy without having mindfulness. You know, like you need to be mindful of a situation. You need to be mindful of someone else's feelings. You need to be mindful of so many different things in order to be an empathic person. And I'm not going to say that I'm a master at it or I'm an expert at it, but so I do feel like empathy I, yeah. or mindfulness comes naturally to me. I think that just naturally to me.
1: very much to your specific personality and your mm-hmm. understanding of mindfulness. And I think people have to realize that it can mean a lot of things to people. Absolutely. And you specifically, Jordan, you're saying – that You're mindful of other people's feelings,
0: right? Yes, whereas
1: mindfulness is actually something very well according to the Let's say definition of it, but the definition of it is really actually going inward and you're just such a selfless person mm-hmm. that you're actually bringing a whole new definition of mindfulness that you're saying I'm mindful of other people's Mm. feelings. I'm mindful. I'm mindful. I see what you're doing. You're empathic in the way that, and your family, your family is very empathic and it's beautiful. But, um, I guess what people more so would understand mindfulness as is a practice of being intentional about, being in the present moment and practicing being, just being mm. actually, and just being, um, really taking in everything that's happening in the current moment. Like for example, I think actually podcasting is is a form of mindfulness mm-hmm. because you're you have to be fully present in the moment to deliver the message as you're going. right? Um, Sports, being Mm. an athlete, Mm -hmm. um, or not even being an athlete, but just, I don't know, rock climbing, um, bouldering. These are all things that people say that they need to be insanely in the moment for. Mm. Um, And mindfulness can also be just literally like when can you even remember brushing your teeth and literally just thinking only, okay, I'm brushing my teeth right now. This is what I'm currently doing. I'm not thinking about breakfast or thinking about (laughs) all this other stuff. And and like cleaning at the same time. I don't know how, but, um, (laughs) you know, like that's not being mindful. Um, so that, that's what we're talking about here kind of is, well, and we are. We want everybody to have their own definition of everything, but that's, mm-hmm. I guess, where I was coming, like the I,
0: understand. That I was from. Okay, so with that definition, then, I do need to practice my mindfulness a little bit more. I think I'm I'm okay at it, at being in the moment, because I know there's been a lot of times, and I don't I don't think that this would necessarily constitute mindfulness, but I know that I can. I know that I can compartmentalize moments in a day for myself. Mm -hmm. And I have i only know that because, I mean, this happened today, when you literally looked over at me and I was doing absolutely nothing on my phone and you were like, I'm thinking about a million different things and here you are doing absolutely nothing. And while I might not have been actively mindful of being present in that moment, but I'm still able to kind of shut off separate distractions and just do or focus on one particular thing at a time but i do think that i need to actively think about being mindful in that moment and say like what am i doing with my time right now and is it beneficial to my mental health or to my whatever you know and just kind of be mindful about my actions on a day-to-day basis so while my em- empathy might not be internal mindfulness, I do think that I need to work on that a little bit more.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think I already said this, but um, we're being raw with everybody that mm-hmm. these are things that we are still working on we're and definitely not experts. We want to create a community that agrees with the fact that we've lost touch Mm And a lot of these things, and these are things that have been happening for basically since humans have existed (laughs) and even religion is part of mindfulness or even some people say religion is a form of meditation or, Mm -hmm. you know, so I mean all these practices are, have been around for a really long time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it doesn't make it any easier. Definitely not. Um, And I think we're falling away from it Mm -hmm. slowly as a generation. Um, So, if you have a good practice with any of these things, once again, let us us know. Yeah. Tell us your struggles with it, or Mm -hmm. if you've had struggles with it and you've found a way to combat those struggles and, and, I do realize I don't think anybody really has figured everything out. If if they say they've figured it out, they're probably lying. Mm. I don't know. That's my opinion. What do you think?
0: I mean, I think there's some people who could have figured it out. You know, I, monks. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't think that they're... I don't think that they would necessarily be coming looking for this podcast because they wouldn't really need us to tell them to try to figure out because they already did it. Um, and they're probably... Going through about their day to day life, practicing their four M's, killing life and living fulfilled and happy and Yeah. So I think people like that could exist, but it's definitely not either of I us. I
1: think those people are also even aware that they're they're not striving for perfection either.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think those are the people that have mastered that mindset of not being of not perfect. Of, yeah, absolutely. Yes.
1: Well, so I guess we wanted to just talk about each one. So we really talked a lot about mindfulness there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, so let's, let's switch over to meditation. I feel like that's one that you can speak more to because you practice meditation a lot more than I do.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I would suggest for anybody, just any of the apps out there, Headspace, Calm. Mm-hmm. I know there's more than that. I know those are the two biggies, but bottoms down changed my world, Mm. um, life. And I remember, like I said, on the first episode, anything that I do is probably based off of something, my education or an influencer. Um, (laughs) um, so definitely was influenced with the calm app. Um, I forget who I was even following at the time. Her page is totally different now, but it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Um, but I got, I downloaded Calm and, um, I mean, I, what's great about Calm is, and I think Headspace is the same way as they just have 10 minute, 10 minute meditations or they even have like an open-ended meditation or they have some that are like 45 minutes or an hour or whatever you want to do. Even they have one that's like three minutes long for releasing anxiety or mm-hmm. um, even performance anxiety. Like if you have like a big meeting coming up or you're public speaking or whatever, they, they have something for literally everything. If you're struggling with sleep, um, they have meditations for that. Or if you, you wake up in the middle of the night and you want to try to fall back asleep, they have a meditation for that. But um, that's, yeah, been my practice. And I do fall off quite a bit. I've Anybody who has kids, please hit us up and tell me how you've incorporated a very consistent meditation practice, especially with kids under a year old. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear it. But what works for me right now is doing it before bed. And I don't do it every single night, but doing it before bed. And they're usually only 10 minutes long. And, um, so mindfulness and meditation also helped me get through my, uh, natural birth Mm. too, Yeah, which was huge for me in my life. Um, so these are all things to connect to yourself and go inward and, um, Meditation isn't about, and people always think, "Oh, well, I'm not good at meditating because I have a really hard time with just sitting there and shutting off my thoughts." Well, all that's a myth. You can, you actually want to, like, you're going to think. Everybody thinks, mm-hmm. but meditation is to bring awareness to every, to those thoughts, and come at them at a different perspective in a way right and to just say oh yep i'm thinking oh i'm thinking just creating awareness and um also i like i um learned this from i think his name is jeff warren on calm and he just always talks about home a home base where you find like a home base when you meditate whether it's the breath whether it's literally a fan noise in the back like if you're meditating um without some type of, like, music or anything behind you. Um, It could could be anything. And then you just kind of return back to that home base and you just say, oh, well, yeah, I'm thinking again. And then let me go back to the breath. Let me go back to whatever you're focusing on. So um, just the act of doing that, we could probably talk for forever of of all the benefits. But um, for our sake of of our podcast, it's really just... Um, a way to connect back to yourself and yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think for those of us who aren't as in tune with meditation or who haven't really had the chance to practice meditation, I think that, you know, the Calm and the Headspace app are two really good ways to get, um, acclimated to them but I think another really good way and something that we did if um, anyone has access to Netflix Headspace actually has a series great. on there called um, Guide to Meditation and it's a it's a short little series I think there was maybe like six or eight episodes um, we did that when I was pregnant yeah it was, it was great and each one just kind of talked a little bit about how meditation can help with certain things in your life or you know, what the benefits of meditation are and how to practice them properly. And then at the end of each episode it would actually guide you through a small little meditation session. Um and for me as someone who doesn't practice meditation nearly as much as Hallie does, um, it was kinda nice to kind of get that background of each session and what the um the target, you know, what the what they what they were trying to do with each session. It really kinda helped me um, get into the uh, the swing of it and be motivated and actually want to try to actively meditate during each session. So I think that would be a good way for a lot of people to start if you have access to a Netflix subscription. For sure. Definitely would start there.
1: Love it. Okay.
0: So let's switch over to, um, let's talk a little bit about minimalism mm-hmm. real quick. That's something I feel like I you have been. My life, yes, you have <laughs> been actively trying to live a minimalistic lifestyle. But you for honestly
1: were a minimalist even before you even knew what minimalism was.
0: Not as much as you would I think. think. No, okay. well, at I least think since you've known me, maybe. Yes, and I think what helped me become a minimalism is that I or a minimalism, a minimalist, <laughs> um, is that I never really had like a serious home base you know what I mean like I was never really able to collect as much stuff
1: like a gypsy.
0: as I would have liked because all through college you know I moved dorm rooms every year so I'd have to pack up my stuff every single year and whenever I noticed that I had like that stuff just wouldn't fit in my room anymore that's when I was kind of forced to get rid of things when I just didn't have the space in my little pocket my little room I mean, let's
1: talk about you moved across the country right i moved across country and (laughs) no
0: and then from college in massachusetts i moved to pennsylvania which i just could fit whatever could fit in my car that's what i brought with me right so yeah i think i think my lifestyle just because i've been on the move so much kind of forced me to be more minimalist than anything but i don't think that i actively tried to live my life as a minimalist until I met you and until you started to push that initiative for the both of us.
1: Yeah. Well first thing anybody can do to learn about it, go on Netflix, watch two Documentaries from Josh Field Melbourne and Ryan nicodemus They're the minimalists. They're amazing. Or listen watch to their podcast. Or listen to their podcast, yeah, yeah. Um, which is amazing too. No ads, by the way. <laughs> their podcast has no ads. It's, it's amazing, um, and they have uh, Patreon, and you know if, if you want to support them. But if you want to get started, just watch those documentaries. Unbelievable, um, and I think I think minimalism is almost like the foundation of um, kind of. What we want to talk about almost because it's like if you are like holding on to shit if you're mm-hmm. holding on to stuff that you don't need you're being very cushy mm-hmm. and you're staying comfortable and you're not really able to do all the other things that we're going to talk about in my opinion i mean
0: yeah.
1: maybe other people might think differently, but doing that deep work is really hard when you're being held down by all your shit. In my opinion, what do you feel like?
0: Yeah, I think it makes sense, that concept. I don't think that... I think i I wouldn't i think that that your opinion that you have is specific to your experience with yeah. all the stuff that we're talking right. about and i don't think that like with any of these four things that we're talking about today i don't think you have to practice all four of them no i'm just to re- no 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 yeah, i know I'm and saying i'm just
1: a bit of a right. foundation in yeah. my opinion
0: and that's yeah. great for you that that's your foundation right. but yeah. i think that it might not be a foundation for everyone and i yeah. think that that's very that's much okay, okay. It is. absolutely it is. very is. much okay, okay. um but I think that it's great that that's your foundation. And I love that practicing minimalism and watching you throw out shit every week is like which, therapeutic for you.
1: Yeah, which is now I don't throw shit out
0: every no, week. No, you throw shit out every week.
1: Okay, well, that <laughs> means that I'm not doing very good at minimalism. No, that then. means
0: you're doing great at minimalism because you're doing exactly I'm what. i bringing
1: in too much. Then. That's
0: not true. No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Because a lot of the stuff that you throw out are like gifts. Stuff that, that we didn't actively go out and collect for ourselves. Right. That's true. So the moral of the story, don't send us gifts.
1: <laughs> yeah. Experiences <laughs> over gifts. Yeah. Use things, not people.
0: Yes. That is one of their taglines, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. the other way doesn't work. Yeah. But that <laughs> that's one of their taglines, not yeah. ours. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's really just, and also if you wanted to get started with that as well as just real quick, um, Mm. is to either, either you can literally like, depending on where you live, you can honestly pack up everything where you live, like you're moving and then just take out the essentials and, um, and just realize, what are you actually using? And then you, you may just realize you, you have a shit ton of boxes that you probably don't even need to open. Mm-hmm. And that just starts your journey of like, okay, yeah, all the stuff in these boxes, I'm not even opening. I don't even need to open them. I don't really need them. Right. Um, or you can do like a packing party. Well that's the packing party I think or you can do like a 30 day challenge.
0: Yeah, that's I think that one's much less intimidating than a packing party. It can get for intimidating a lot though
1: because the f- um the first day you get rid of one thing. It
0: I starts think. off less intimidating mm-hmm. than just packing right. up your whole house. house right. I know, that's so kind of the a lot the 30 day challenge is for a month you throw away so the first day you throw away one item. Second day you throw away two items. The third way, the third day, three items, and so on and so forth, until so you hit the thirtieth day, when you're throwing out thirty individual items.
1: Which, that sounds wrong, actually. Are you sure? I don't know. We'll to so you
0: gonna doubt my memory live well, on air in front well, of the fans? I, I was gonna say, I know, right in front I'm of the cushy sorry, kids. It's uh, okay. I might be wrong because I, again, I, you're the one that I'm practices this. I'm probably the this. one
1: that told you that, and I, I,
0: And then it was uh, wrong. I was fed false information, uh, alternative facts,
1: alternative facts. fake
0: news. <laughs> Your fake news.
1: <laughs> um. All right. Well, well. That's not
0: important. We yeah, can put it in the show notes. You
1: know what? If you want to do it that way, do it that way. But
0: I. That's how. That's how I would do it. And really, they, there's no rules to okay, this. So right, if that's, that's right. if that's what you want no, to do, is then right. that's see there she goes doubting my doubting my intelligence. I'm, like, just, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I know you're not doubting my intelligence, but thank you for fact checking me. I appreciate that. Yeah, because I was just talking out of my asshole for a second. Mm-hmm. There could have been a complete lie.
1: Yeah. So those are two great ways. Yeah. And um, but I I truly believe that. Once you get rid of the excess, you can really dig deep into the your purpose here, mm. your divine purpose here. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: get rid of the distractions. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. I was going to say something else, but I forget. <laughs> All right.
0: So this fourth M. It's fourth M. I already forgot what it was hold on manifestation i should have known that one that's one that i've seen a lot pop up on like social media Mm -hmm. a lot lately so i'm an avid tiktok scroller (laughs) i very much enjoy scrolling through tiktok Mm -hmm. and maybe it's just the algorithm that i've built for myself on that platform or (laughs) maybe it's the universe talking to me i don't know I'm going to go with both. the latter and say the universe is talking to me, but yeah. I see a lot of, um, a lot of posts We're that
1: I'm ta- going to talk about the universe a lot. Yes, absolutely. We will.
0: Um, but I see a lot of posts that revolve around manifestation and revolve around affirmations of manifestation and how, if you truly desire to have something in your life, how you can essentially manifest it, talk it into existence. Um, and that's something that um, my partner, Jay, on the other podcast that I run, the Basic Boys podcast, we talk a lot about manifestation and manifesting a our goals. There. No shameless plug. Go ahead and a check it out bit. if you want. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we talk a, a lot about manifesting our goals and our dreams and kind of what that looks like for us. And I don't want to.
1: Newsflash, men can do it.
0: Men can do it? Yes manifest
1: things yes. of
0: course. why can't well, we?
1: well no i'm saying newsflash they can oh
0: like duh of course well, we can. anybody can
1: some some men like <laughs> just i don't know they're like oh that's kind of like
0: that's a whole girl, like, that's a well, that's whole a other whole complex other com- i know that's a but whole I'm just, episode girl i'm just saying yeah no but men men can absolutely do this 100 like of this. anybody can do any of this um but i want to preface this talking about this as you know manifestation isn't just waking up in the morning and saying i'm going to make a million dollars one day like you have to like yes you have to put it out in the universe you have to speak it into existence but speaking it into existence is supposed to guide your actions towards that manifestation if that makes sense at least that's how i interpret manifestation Like manifestation isn't just waking up and saying, I'm going to have a million dollars in my bank account and then doing nothing and just expecting that to happen one day. Like that's not how that works. Like you still need to take actions and put yourself in a position to let that manifestation happen. I think manifestation is more so training your behavior and training your mental to think like, okay, I'm going to earn this million dollars one day. What are the steps I need to take to earn that million dollars? Is this decision that I'm going to make going right now, going to help me towards my million dollar goal?
1: And are you writing things down?
0: Are you writing things down? Are you taking notes? Are you journaling? I mean, you don't have to, but it helps in the process because it keeps you focused and it keeps your brain trained on whatever that goal that you have set out for yourself is. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it it might not even be financial. It may be some goal that you have in your personal life. Say that I want to earn a doctoral degree before I'm a certain age, right? Like that's, that's something that you can easily manifest for yourself and telling yourself that goal and writing it down and reminding yourself of that goal and write a post-it note and put it on your mirror so that you read it every morning and you're reminded of what that manifestation that you're working towards is. And The more you remind yourself of it, the more it becomes a daily thought for you, the more your actions are going to align with that goal and achieving that goal eventually one day.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. And some would argue that's more of like the woo-woo side, but um, just going a little bit deeper, some people do write down like literally in present tense, like feeling every single feeling of being in that place that you want to be and mm, writing it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I am out in my backyard by the pool Yeah. with X amount of like my, it, you know, if you want kids or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, just every, every single detail like, Oh, I I'm on my computer. I'm like doing course that gives me passive income or or whatever like literally just writing out Mm -hmm. exactly how you want to be feeling and in that moment when you have everything that you want i'll give them an
0: example from our personal life Mm -hmm. when we were before we got pregnant before we got a house i remember hallie you had a journal that you were writing at the time and when we were looking for houses and we were thinking about buying a house i remember one of your one of the things you wrote down in your journal was nursing your child in a bright natural light filled room and looking out the window into the backyard and seeing me and the dog out in the yard playing or doing yard work or something and just that vision of yourself in that natural super bright room with your child in our home in in a spacious backyard for our dog and that Mm -hmm truly has come to fruition for us i mean
1: i wanted a boy
0: too our son and she know, did manifest a boy she a baby boy absolutely did manifest herself mm-hmm. having a boy. a boy <laughs> and now our son's nursery is one of the brightest rooms in the house mm-hmm. like that room stays naturally lit with sun all day long mm-hmm. it seems mm-hmm. and so you absolutely man- manifested that self that for yourself mm-hmm. yeah. so it's it's That's it's powerful, it's, powerful. Yeah. it's very powerful. The,
1: but we had to put in the work of getting a of house that Absolutely. we wanted. You know, I did write down, um, at one point, I, I wrote down that I would, you know, outside by the pool. Um, right. We don't right. have a pool, but maybe one day, you know, yeah. but, like, if that's something we want Pools are hard on. on the East Coast anyways. <laughs> right. <S laughs> but um, it was at the time when we saw that one house. Yeah. That had a pool, anyway. And that was... <laughs>
0: Oh, I remember. I remember the house you're talking about now. But yeah. But yeah, manifesta- manifestation is a very powerful tool that you can have in your toolbox. But it's a tool. It's something that you have to work with. It's something that you have to practice and also, every day.
1: I think just quick as well is, um the universe will give you challenges. If you're manifesting something, um, it will throw you challenges. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, for example, if you're really going towards, uh, working for yourself and mm. being an entrepreneur, um, a very comfortable opportunity will be thrown at your way and they, and they'll say, Oh, do you want, do you want this job? Like, here it is. It's paying this much. It's, you know, it'll be perfect for you. Your perfect fit. Um, It's going to be thrown at you and then you're going to have to sit with it and be like, okay, um, this is the universe throwing me a challenge. Do I really want this? No, probably (laughs) not. Um, But is it something that I would have chosen prior? Yes. So like things, things like that will most likely be happening. I don't know, not career wise, maybe, you know, if you're working on yourself and you're single or something and, you really want to work in, on um, improving yourself and wanting to stay single or something, most likely, like maybe a man or a woman might might send, you know, be sent your way and it's not probably the best option for you. And, you know, like th- things like that. I mean, challenges are going to happen and you're going to have to work through them.
0: Yeah, 100%. Hundred Even challenges in making the right decision for yourself when you're presented with multiple options. Mm-hmm. You know, similar, going back to the house story we were talking about, you know, I remember we were stuck, specifically you, were stuck between two houses, between the one that we are currently in now and one that we could have gotten that you were absolutely in love with. That I remember you, we pulled up to the driveway the first time we oh, saw right. this, and a she was like of my life. crying in the driveway yeah. in this I, house. The energy she was getting off this house I was, like, was yeah. crazy. Yeah, but but uh, you know that was one of the challenges that I think the universe threw at us because that house would have come with so a many lot of responsibility, right? A lot so of. much responsibility, and it was more expensive. Mm. You know, so that would have been a challenge also to be able to afford that house. So.
1: Well, yeah. So it, it can manifest mm. in, in a lot of different ways, but mm. um, it's it's a good it's a good tool and, and we'll talk more about like journaling Absolutely. as well and other rituals and and things, but um mm-hmm. powerful stuff.
0: Yeah. So those are the four M's, people. Manifesting, mindfulness, minimalism. I always forget the fourth one. Uh, Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Minimalism, manifestation, manifestation, mindfulness, and meditation. God damn it. Anyways, those are the four Ms for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Let us know if you practice any of them and you have tips and tricks for anybody who's interested in getting started in any of those. Um, You can... Go to anchor.fm forward slash cushy millennials and leave us a voice message and we'll feature you on a future episode or you can find us on Instagram. You can DM me at the big bro, Joe or Hallie Hallie at Hallie Ray seven on Instagram. Um, Hallie spelled H-A-L-L-I-E R-A-E and the number seven on Instagram. And just send us a DM. Let us know what you do. If if you do any of these 4Ms, let us know some ways that you would like some newbies to, some things that you would have liked to know as a starter that you want some newbies to know. Um, and we'll potentially feature you on future episodes. So with that, we will see you tomorrow for Table
1: Talk Tuesdays. Have a great yeah. day, everybody. <laughs>